Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is Monday. Boy, it has been raining like crazy here in Dallas. I practically uh, floated away. <laughs> but uh, here we are today. Uh, the market is kind of, it's, it's interesting. On the weekend, we moved to a confirmed uptrend. And this is an interesting, this is an interesting event because uh, basically what that means is that, you know, at least for right now, the S&P 500 index is showing us that, um, you know, we're moving back in and uh, it looks as if we may be in an, uh, we may be in an uptrend. So um, I have been uh, buying this morning. I bought uh, some Documentum uh, DOCU on the breakout. Uh, I was buying it actually on Friday. I increased my position. Uh, the oils are still doing very well. Um, it seems as if Apple is a little bit, uh, I don't know, a little bit shaky, not shaky, but, uh, you know, hasn't really moved as well as we'd like. And um, uh, NVIDIA, it pulled back a little bit, but it seems like it's getting some uh, support right about the $700 level. We'll see how that happens. We'll see how that works. I uh, also want to go through a very interesting play called the Trade Desk, TTD. It's splitting 10 for 1, and I have a chart for you. And uh, by the way, our Discord, special Discord members got access to that trade. It's pretty good. Um, currently, I'm up about $340, uh, $364 on that trade. So kind of an interesting one. Kind of go through that just a little bit uh, and, uh, you know, get into that. So without further ado, let's kind of get to some of the slides uh, and then uh, we'll get uh, we'll get rocking on the rest. So basically, um, you know, we're in this confirmed uptrend. And it's uh, it's interesting because we've moved. Uh, to this confirmed entrant. And basically, um, today, basically, Documentum, DOCU, I mean, sorry, DocuSign, excuse me, I see, keep saying Documentum, that's wrong, DocuSign, that was another company years ago, <laughs> DOCU, basically, it's, uh, it's up about, uh, you know, there's been a tremendous amount of profit they they their their quarterly profit was up 267 percent and basically with a 57 58 percent uh, surge in revenue and it basically moved above a very very important key reversal line and it's moved up i did buy this today i was also buying this on friday and i think it's uh, looking pretty good uh it's basically got it it's finally moving you know above the 200 day line now this is key for many of the uh, from for many of the, the the Nasdaq stocks, they've been they've been trading below the 200-day line. I hate buying stocks below the 200-day line. Now this one's moved it. I moved into it uh, this morning, so I think it's looking pretty decent. Um, pretty decent. Also, as I said before, the market is now in a confirmed uptrend, and basically what happened is that we finally got some 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 movement on um, the S&P 500. And NASDAQ is getting close to that very, very key 14,000 level that, um, you know, that's very, very important there. So um, even though it shows here that the S&P is down a little bit, it's the S&P really that pulled us through. The volume is up and uh, looking fairly, fairly good on that. So um, so we're, we're finally starting to see the reversal. Hopefully this will pull us higher. Now, I know that uh, it seems strange, but it does. Uh, this might be the beginning. We don't know this yet. We won't know this probably for a week or so, but this may be um, the beginning of a small, uh, another bull uptrend in the market. So it's really hard to say, but right now we've moved to the market in a confirmed uptrend. Now, in an uptrend under pressure, that's the that's that's what we had before. We wanted it to be basically 50% in cash. Now it's time to come out of cash, kind of come in uh, to where the reversals are. This might be a good opportunity, uh, and I definitely am trying to take advantage of this as well. Here is the chart on the trade desk. Kind of a strange chart because you can see it's below the line. You think, why would this one? <laughs> why was it? Why is this doing well? Well, it's doing well primarily because they're going to be splitting 10 for one this next week. So this is a kind of a short term play. But typically the way it works is up until the day of record, uh, which is, I guess, going to be on Wednesday for the trade desk. I, I can't remember exactly what day is going to be. Um, basically, stocks tend to trade up. This is just this is just how it is. This is a 10 for one split. And today, as you can see, it's up seriously. Um, you know, there, there was, there's been a, there's been a serious movement up today. 
uh, on the trade desk and basically it's moved up um you know it, it's it's basically moved up uh, 27 dollars per share about 4.7 percent this is predictable based on the the um the split and again i go into more detail i'll go into more detail on the split i do have a um a little thing that uh, i've been sending out to everybody that's on the action trade alerts kind of how splits work and why they're such a good opportunity but if you want to get on the free action trade alerts super easy to do just go to www.sendfox.com slash floor and if you're watching on youtube and you want to see all these charts i mean I, uh, on um tiktok and want to see all these charts just jump over to my profile hit the link and uh, you'll be taken right to the beacons page. Just scroll all the way down, and you'll see the live feed that we're doing right now for um, for um, uh, for YouTube. So this is actually being going out on YouTube uh, as well as, as that. So uh, next uh, slide I kind of like to show you just really quickly here is the slide for Documentum. As you can see, we did have this reversal. It moved very very nicely. I'll, I I explain this more in the Discord group of course, uh, how this kind of works, why this is the case. But you can see this huge spikes in terms of um, in, term, in terms of volume, and that's really key. Uh, this, this definitely refers to this probably is going higher. Now, is it still viable? It probably is at this level, but not for very much longer. I think once it goes above of about 244, it'll be a little bit too far extended. But right now, uh, DOCU <coughs> seems to be doing quite well. As, uh, as as we come out here are my stocks currently that I have I'm <coughs> I'm still in Apple trying desperately to get out uh, I'm probably going to be selling another call I'm just <coughs> seem like I'm making money on calls and that's about it uh, down 30% in volume it's kind of be it's kind of stuck <coughs> excuse me it's kind of stuck right about this 125 level I'm hoping it'll move past about 127. And then I think we'll be back up. Um, Matador Resources, again, this is one of the oil stocks. Uh, it's down a little bit today, uh, but it's holding up very nicely. Whiting Petroleum, uh, this is up as well at 51.30. It's up about 2.95%. Uh, the uh, price of oil did pull back a little bit, but it's still fairly strong. I'm also in Newmont Mining. It's This is the gold miner, the world's largest gold miner. It's down a little bit as well, not that much. Um, NVIDIA, of course, we've all talked about that. It's up currently um, at about 703. Um, I do expect this to go higher once we get closer to the very, very key um, June 21st, which is the date of record for the four for one split. So that's very interesting, too. Also, up on MGM uh, Resorts, I have this in one of my uh, uh, smaller accounts. Seems to be doing very well. A little bit down on the volume, um, but it's doing quite well. Uh, gold shares, of course, the inflation is going to come whether we whether we like it or not. And this is one of the things that's really going to drive the market, I think, in the next three to four months, is that we're going to see a lot of inflation come in. Oil prices are probably going to go up. Food prices are going to go up. Everything's, uh, everything consumer-related is going to go up. We're going to see a lot of inflation. And when we see this inflation, gold shares, GLD, this is the, the bullion tracking ETF, probably will do well. Also in QVV, this is also another oil company. It's up today again. And then, of course, DocuSign, the one we just talked about. It's up uh, significantly. But what's significant, not only is it up 3.44% uh, uh, when the slide was taken, but it's up about 200, uh, 248% in terms of the volume. So the money is moving absolutely into that as well. If you'd like to uh, find out more about our... Um, discord service and we you know this is a service that you can basically we, we have a kind of a community of traders um i try to put in a lot of trades that i'm doing uh, analyze other people's trades just um you know just just help uh, in general to to make money uh it's super easy to find out about this it's uh, at venny v-h-i-n-n-y dot com slash you that's important that you put that little you in there dallas trading floor and then you'd be taken right to the venny page now some of the some of the trades you're going to be able to see, of course, they're going to be available to the public. Some of the one, other ones, like the one we did on the trade desk, unfortunately, that was only available to our Discord members. So uh, that uh, is also out there. So without further ado, let's get to some of the questions. And thank you very much for holding on. Let's see. Take a look. Okay, Rib, what's up? <laughs> oh, good question. Good question. Let's let's go. Oops. Well, I'm I'm. 
I've just lost my camera once again. Can't believe it. Ah, geez. But uh, you're going to see kind of my, my ugly mug here. So, um, so let's, let's, kind of, let's kind of get a look at the market here. And I'm going to open up the charts and see if this will help in terms of that. There we go. We're back with the camera. All right. So let's kind of make it look better than it is. is. All right. So, okay. Just not right liking everything here. All right. All right. So in terms of the, um, in terms of what's up, what's not up, um, basically, uh, we do have some, you know, we, uh, document um, DOCU, which is uh, DocuSign, is up tremendously. As I indicated before, I um, I, I have been been buying this uh, this one for my own portfolio. I do think it has more to run. There is a sort of intermediate uh, two hundred and thirty six eleven uh, uh, price point here that I, it is pulled above. So I do believe based on this, that we're likely to see a little bit of a little bit more of a, a movement. This uh, line here that I have here is the reversal line. And I just want to indicate that here. That's the black line here. I started buying it when it pulled above that. Now this is, this is typically right now, a good opportunity for reversals. There are many of many of the leading, the leading stocks are going to be reversing higher. This is obviously the first one, probably one of the first ones out of the gate. And it came out of the gate mainly because it had just stellar earnings. Look at that, 256 percent, 250, I'm sorry, 267% up. Let's look at the weekly chart. Yeah, it's just, it just had a, it just has a very, very good chart right now. Uh, and that, and I do think that, you know, even though the techs have been, you know, and I've been, I've been shying away from techs, to be honest with you. I only have a very few of them, but the, you know, the ones that are coming out seem to be coming on strong. And of course we moved to a confirmed uptrend. Interesting thing about uh, DocuSign, it does have positive cash flow. It's not a growth stock, uh, which is, which is good. I mean, it, it, it's basically not losing money. It's making money. Uh, this is going to be increasingly more important, I think, as we go forward, especially with the tech companies. There's just not going to be as much leeway for the money-losing stocks, the newer stocks, as there are for the ones that are making money. This one is just doing great. 267% um, again up in terms of profit, 58% in terms of, of, of revenue. It's looking very, very strong, and it does seem to be trading quite well. Let's take a look at this at the checklist. 77 checklist, excellent. The only thing, there are some issues here, and I want to be really frank about them. One of them is the industry rank 180 out of 197. I don't typically like to buy in this area just because uh, you know it is the computer the, the computer software enterprise area has not been doing as well in the last few months. So I don't really like being there, but this one was an exception to the rule. So that's kind of what's kind of moving very nicely uh, right now. So let's take a look at some of the questions from TikTok. Thank you for holding so much. Hey, Cypress. Wow. I, I've never been to Cypress. I've always wanted to go. I've been to Malta, but I've Malta and Sicily, but I've never been to Cyprus. Congratulations on being there. Okay. Bitcoin. Let's take a look at Bitcoin because a lot of people are really interested in Bitcoin. Um, here's the thing about Bitcoin. It's sort of been pulling back. I do believe... Uh, that Bitcoin is is a little bit vulnerable. Let's first take a look at the proxy that I use for Bitcoin price, and that's the GBTC, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. Uh, and basically, let's take a kind of look at that. It's been in a downward trend, and on the on the GBCC. So this is something that is concerning. This is part of the reason why I think if you you need to probably lighten a little bit right now. It has pulled back below that $29 level. This is the key level here, about the 2044 level. This is this is sort of where uh, I do believe if it pulls below that, then we're then we're then we're going to have an issue. So currently, in the in the short term, in the you know I mean ultra short term, basically the next week, I do believe that we are still in the downtrend. I do still still think there's a sell off going on, and right now. 
Bitcoin itself is selling for about uh, 35,000. Um, 35,000. So let's bring up the actual Bitcoin. Um, let's 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 look at the actual Bitcoin um, price chart. Pull that up right now, and there we go. And this is basically the U.S. dollar versus, uh, you know, ver versus Bitcoin in terms of, yeah. There we go. Okay, let's pull that up. And there we go. Okay, so this is essentially the chart. Uh, as you can see, we are still in a downward trend. On the one-month chart, you know, we were uh, way up here at 61,000. And uh, we did momentarily go down. It doesn't show this on the chart. We did go down to 30,000. But the trend on Bitcoin is still lower. So here's the thing. Uh, just as a just as a FYI, I do think it's a good time to close your position, uh, possibly a, a little bit on this one. Maybe maybe sell half of it right now uh, because I do think that uh, it it it's is is in a downward trend and and kind of do a wait seat. Let's kind of see how it's going to work. In the five days, it's you know basically it is it is at the low. So I do kind of expect this to move lower. Uh, I do expect this to move lower. So I kind of want to look at the price of gold. Um, and the reason I do this is um, gold is going to be the offset for Bitcoin. Um, it, because a lot of people that are in Bitcoin are going to be probably selling and moving over to something like gold. Now, this is the, let's let's look at the daily price here. It's up $10. Gold's up almost at 1900 This is a very key level for gold uh, let's let's uh, let's look at the last seven days on the price of gold it's uh, it's over here um, and as you can see we're, we're we're right about this very key level this is about this 1890 level I do believe if if this thing rem uh, moves higher and we move through this $1900 level then once we get to 1910 this could move much much higher uh, than it is currently. This is kind of a, uh, an idea of sort of where the spot gold is going in terms of, of that. So I do see as a um, sort of a hedge, uh, I do believe that we're going to see some of the, some of the money come out of crypto into gold just because, um, you know, just, just, just because that is the, that is sort of um, people are going to want to, protect their, their their profits so let's see if i can get a little bit better gold chart here this is historical data on gold oh do we have it okay uh, i see the returns volatility blah 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 all right so that is kind of what i'm expecting um let's also check this relative to uh, a etf that i like to invest in GLD and what GLD is is it tracks the price of gold. So it's a good it's a good way to kind of get a, a proxy on what is in store for gold uh, as 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 we stand. Now I, I realize most of the people are interested in Bitcoin here, but I do think Bitcoin is selling off, uh, and I do think that uh, gold is starting to take the mantle. Um, as you'll notice. Uh, 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 the the spider gold shares is up slightly, not a lot, but it's still trading above the 10-day line. So uh, there is capital flowing into gold and flowing out of Bitcoin right now. At least that is what I'm seeing on the charts. That is what I'm seeing on the charts. Um, all right, what stock should I invest in? Okay, good. What about uh, what do you think about Doug? Well, it's okay. I mean, I think that uh, it's going to be a little bit more difficult with. Uh, Elon Musk tweeting. Um, I think I think it's going to be more difficult, so I think you have to be a little bit careful when it comes to that. Uh, let's look at GTLS. Thank you very much for this. Let's look at GTLS. And there we go. That's Chart Industries. And uh, interesting. Okay, and product of Ion Storage. Ah, so this is very much of a tech company. Um, I don't know much about this. It's in the Oil and gas machine. Okay, oil and gas. I like the oil and gas area right now. It's doing quite well. Look at that, 93 relative strength. This is an interesting company. I have to say, um, checklist is good. Uh, funded ownership. Okay, it's 580 
seven funds in it. Wow. Invesco Discovery, Lord Abbott. Okay, well, this is very interesting. Lord Abbott is a very good fund, and um, this is this is quite interesting. Um, this is a quite an interesting one. I I can't really say that I would buy this right now because the buy point on this was one sixty six fourteen. That's right here on my pattern recognition on a cup basis. Um, I would watch this this one definitely. I wouldn't buy it necessarily right now. But I would watch this this one because this is very very interesting. It's in a good area, and uh, yeah, I mean this is this is definitely uh, you know def definitely way to go is uh, you know is is to possibly watch this this one. I, I I think it's a very good one. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, so the symbol is GTLS Chart Industries. Probably I don't think it's ready to buy yet, but um, you know it's looking pretty darn good. Looking, 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 looking pretty darn, pretty darn, darn good. Um, I got in AI at 155. Should I hold or sell? Um, this has been, you know, the problem with some of these, um, these, these uh, others, these um, IPOs that they just haven't been trading as well as I would have liked. Um, this chart is not the kind of chart you want to be in. Unfortunately, as you can see, it has a downward. It's 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 moving downward. Okay, so that is not a good thing. Also, if you notice, the S and P is this chart is ascending, whereas that chart is descending. So basically, this is underperforming the S and P 500 right now. It's got a relative strength of three. So, if I was in at 155, you know, I know this is painful, and I don't really like saying this, but you definitely should get out. Always remember the seven percent rule. Seriously, this is very very important. Um, if you if you remember the error, you know this this helps a lot when when um, when you're in the situation. So um, you know, remember the seven percent rule. And this is this is really really a tough, tough when you first start doing this, but if you do this, um, it's, this is gonna this is gonna. Uh, oh wait a minute, I got the wrong one. I've got all these wrong things here. Yeah. So remember the seven percent rule on this one. Uh, on C three, if you if it falls more than seven percent, you need to sell it, because you can always buy back in. I mean, we're in the we're in the era of, you know, basically almost free commissions. I mean, it's just incredibly cheap to buy. So don't let don't let a stock drop more than 7% because you can always buy back in. So if I were in your situation right now uh, and I was down as much as you are, I would sell it. I know that's hard to say, but I would sell it and then I would kind of, you know, lick my wounds and see if I could find something else to, to go with. Because right now it's just, it's just, it's in a downward trend. And right now it's 60, but you know, in a week or two, it could be 50 and then 40. So you, it, it, just because it, just because you bought it at 144 of 155 doesn't mean it will come back to that level. Um, I, I sold Microsoft back in 1999, if you can believe that. And I waited 13 years for, to buy it back. It took that long for it to get back to where it had been. So it, even the greatest stocks can be this way. This is just how, just how it is. So, Always remember that seven percent rule. It's super great. Um, uh, it, it, it's it's a super easy rule to remember, and it's very tough to implement, though. Easy to remember, hard to implement. If the stock goes down seven percent, sell it. And I use a stop limit. I, I I actually I don't even leave it up to my because because I because I fall in love with stocks too. I like look at it and I go, wow, that's the greatest stock ever. It's just going to come back. I've start I've I've learned over the years. I set that stop limit and I walk away from it. And then as the stock goes up, if it goes up at all, then I move the, I, I, then I, then I move it up. If, if it doesn't, I just, I, I just get rid of it like a bad, uh, you know, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a bad, uh, like a, like a bad debt. I seriously do. All right. Um, thoughts on GM. And uh, I, I'm in GM actually. That's the one I didn't have on my list. Um, because I am in GM in one of my smaller accounts, it uh, it it's it seems to be holding on. It's right at the buy point. Um, I still think it's a really good. I think it's a good stock. Now, um, part of the reason I do think it's good is because it has monster cash flow. Okay, you can see that. It also has 
it's 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 profitability is increasing but what's more importantly is that in this shift to um electrified vehicles <laughs> gm is definitely going to be in there and and i think this is a this is an absolute trend um you know they're waking up from their long slumber are they going to be a success i don't know but boy they certainly have a lot of they have they have a lot of ability to to be so i i really like the chart on this as well we have essentially a base on base. We've had a base here. We have another base. We're right at a buy point right now, basically on the weekly chart. Let's check look at the at the uh, the daily chart to see. Yeah, absolutely. We're right at the buy point now. Here's the thing. I wouldn't wait until this thing confirms higher. The, the thing with large stocks like GM is that they tend to be very, you know, they, they tend to move above. They tend to be much, much slower. And it, it's much more difficult for them to move above resistance. But once they move above resistance, they typically hang on to it. And I definitely think that's the case here. Um, the resistance on this, or the buy point, is 63.44. Currently, it's 63.37. So here's what I would do. I would not buy this until, if I, if I wasn't in this already, and I am in this uh, just because I did buy it off of the reversal, um, I would wait until this thing moves above uh, 63.44 uh, plus 10 cents. So where I would be buying this one, if I, I was going to buy another position in GM, I'm not going to do that right now. I have a one-half position in this right now. Uh, I would be buying it at 63.54. <coughs> That's where I'd be buying it. So it's definitely something that you want to look at. I think this long-term has some very, very good uh, potential. Um <coughs> I, I don't think uh, I think the fact that uh, you know that this doing as well is is going to pretend very well in the future. Now here's the thing: um, there is a shortage right now, believe it or not. And I just know this from a, an absolute uh, a fact: there is a chip shortage, but uh, GM cannot keep its trucks on its lots, and they are selling like crazy. They're selling at there's almost no incentives on GM products right now. They're all selling very, very well. So I, I am very bullish on GM. I'm more bullish on GM than I am on Ford. Now, I, I like Ford a lot. I think they've got a lot of great products, and, and, and it's a great company. But I think GM is where you want to be. I know that uh, everybody would say, you know, Tesla was this company last year, and I still think it is. But right now, it's sort of resting. I do think that we're going to see General Motors pull up and, and move move forward. Why? Because General Motors has the ability to to manufacture just a tremendous number of cars. And I think that's a that's a very big deal uh, when it comes to uh, the automobile business. I think it's a very, very big deal uh, in terms of being able to satisfy the demand. Right now, Tesla cannot satisfy all of its demand um, worldwide. And because of the situation in China, it's having to cut back on production. I think that's part of the reason, some of the reasons why you're hearing these interesting uh, comments from Elon Musk regarding Bitcoin, because I do think that the, the, you know, the Chinese obviously want to shut down Bitcoin. And I think a lot of other people do too. And I think that they're putting a lot of pressure on them not to accept Bitcoin as payment. So uh, that's part of the reason that, that Bitcoin is moving down a little bit as well. I know it's kind of, it's, it's kind of a stretch, but it is interrelated. Electric vehicles though are the future and, um, but, it, but it's going to be more competitive. It's just going to be more competitive than it was. Tesla's not going to have all of it to itself like it did. It's still going to be the leader, but uh, there's going to be a lot of other uh, companies in there, and I think one of the big ones, of course, is going to be GM. Another thing, interesting thing about GM is that they have a partnership with Mobileye, uh, which is their AI, you know, which is the... Uh, the, the AI company that was bought uh, by Intel. So they're going to have a lot of the self-driving features as well. So I think that GM may be the one, even though it's a, a, a behemoth, I mean, it's a huge company. I think uh, it, it for the long term, I think it's going to be very good. I, I just do. And I'm trying to get a position in it right now. Just not a really fast mover. Uh, thanks, Dinesh. Um, okay, you're in at 14 at parts. Uh, you know, and whenever there's, whenever there's a lot of inflation or there's recession, I love the auto parts business because you know not everyone can afford to go and buy a new car or a new tesla or new gm they can't so what they do is well they they buy uh, they bought auto parts and um uh you know we're, we've we've had a beautiful reversal and i want to show you this reversal on on parts.com this is you made a very very good buy because i'm just gonna i'm just gonna 
or I'm just going to reactivate this line. You see, this is the reversal line for parts. And again, we have moved beautifully above, above, above that. We're we're above the 200-day line. That's excellent, and we have moved uh, higher. So, I do believe that uh, you want to stay in this one. Here's what I would do: I would set my stop loss up. I believe that uh, there is there, there is going to be so a floor. I would set it right about the 10-day line, where I'd be setting my stop loss right now if I was on this one, and I should be on this one because I love this company. 1650 is where I would be. Um, setting my stop loss up because I do think this is going to go higher. I think uh, I think Dinesh, I think you do very very well on this. We're going to start to see this upward trend. We've we've reversed. Um, it's just looking very very good. Uh, let's look at just some of the other things. If you'll notice, we have this tremendous. You know, they came through earnings. They've done very very well. They have positive cash flow, which I love. They've got sales going up, which I love. Um, this is a good, this is a good company. I mean, no, most of the, most of the internet, you know, it, this is a, this is a retail, uh, auto parts play, but really it's an internet play. And I think this is a really good one. Uh, it's got a good checklist. Um, pretty much I like everything on this, on this one. We've got an upward trending, um, uh, relative strength line. Would I recommend this one? Probably because there's a, there is a, there is a, uh, an absolute pivot at 1729. We're above that. We've reversed higher, so we're looking pretty good on that. I, I would I would be a holder of this Dinesh. I would go ahead and set my stop loss off at about sixteen fifty. I think we're going to go higher on this one, and uh, it could be really it could really work out well for you. I think I, I think you have an excellent. Um, you, you I think you're in an excellent price. Really do. Um, okay, so let's see. All right, wow, look at this, Mark G. Incredible. Up 32% on U1. What's your thoughts? Wow, let's. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible. Uh, let's let's go over to the Urban One, and it's radio broadcasting. What do you know? Okay, well, this is a good area too. Like Salem, I think is is in this market as well. Um, boy, look at that. That is great. I think this is wow. This is pretty stellar. Here's what I would do. I would I would be very careful about protecting my gain. This. This uh, definitely has moved up very, very quickly. Here's the thing: I would, I would want to protect my gain. It looks as if there's going to be some resistance right about 20. Um, so I would be pushing up my stop loss. Here's where I would put my stop loss if I were in this one, which I am not. I would put it at about 13.04 because I think that that is, that is, that is. It looks like a little bit of consolidation there. So that's where I'd be. I think it's, I think it's very good. You know, here's the thing: if you've got a winner like this. You know, just keep pushing your stop loss up. You know, don't don't sell your winners. Let your winners run. Let your winners run. It's the losers, the ones that are down more than seven percent. That's the ones you want to eliminate. But uh, Mark, you've done that's that's a great uh, you know that's 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 great. You should just keep it up. I mean, that's that's excellent. All right, let's look at PSNL. All right, PSNL. And that is personnel's upwards to cancer genomics. Interesting. Okay. I have never, you know, here's one thing about, uh, you know, this area. I love the genomics area. It is sort of a, a future, futuristic business. I have never done well, though, in it. I have never done well in it. And currently, the medical services business is 163 out of 197. So it has been out of favor uh, for a while. Current, also, it has a relative strength of, of 18. I'm not really liking that. I'm not feeling that. Um, you know, I would, I, you know, even though I like the area, it just doesn't feel right. It's trading below the, um, it's, it's trading below the 200 day. I would just have to pass on this one. Um, you know, I, I you know, it, it definitely has good sales. Uh, it, you know, the funds are, are strong in it, but it has a negative cash flow. So here's what I do. I would watch this, this one, but I would not be a buyer of this one. I just don't think it has the strength, unfortunately to 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 go higher right now at least not right now so um that's the question okay you have a question from tiktok on z s a n let's look at z s a n see if i can okay this is a pharma company too um all right and it's still it you know the issue with pharma is that it's just tough because there's there's first of all there's a ton of them 
I think I think in the biotech in one group there's like 600 companies or something like that. It's amazing. Um, but this one essentially is a penny stock. It's uh, trading for 91 cents a share. I just really don't want to get involved with a stock that uh, is like this. And part of the reason is, is just it just is a tough. Uh, you know, it, it these are these are very spiky. Now sometimes they can they can do great. I mean, uh, I had one last summer, um, Blink Charging, that's done fantastic. This one, I just think you got to avoid it. I really do. It's not in the area you want to be in. Probably, I know that's uh, you're not going to like to hear that, but uh, I, I definitely think so. So, just I would avoid this one. Um, Z S A N. So, Zosano Pharma is the name of it. I would avoid it. Sort of a penny stock. Um, it, it's very hard. It you know the thing about pennies is that yes, you can make money on penny stocks. Absolutely, but uh, it's just it, it it leads to a lot a lot of tears many times because they tend to be very volatile and move uh, you know move down uh, very quickly. Um, okay, this is interesting. Okay, this is interesting coming. I don't know this one. This is a this is a um, this is a uh, ETF that uh, that is uh, trading on the clean energy index. I don't know and much about this one. Uh, this exchange traded fund. It it uh, it's an okay chart. It's still trading below the 200-day line, 76 um, 76 in terms of its uh, relative strength. I don't know. I just I don't really have much to say about this one because I just don't know what's in the clean energy index. That's the, my issue uh, with this. Of course, it's in the ETF, so this doesn't really. So let's kind of get an idea. I don't know. Let's let's kind of go to some of the the groups here, and this is going to kind of give us an idea with some of the, uh, with 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 some of you know some of how the alternative energy uh, areas are are um, are trading. Let's see if we can get just the group itself. Uh, let's see, energy. All right, energy. No, this is electronic. No, 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 no. Hmm. I'm just looking for solar or anything. Now I can't find it. So, well, anyways, this is a good this is a good segue because I just want to show you what where the capital is flowing in the market currently. Um, currently, the number one sector in the economy right now in terms of investment is the consumer retail electronics, and that basically is the reason for that. Of course, is because of um, of of, of of uh, GameStop, I mean, it ran up so much, but Cons also looks quite good in that in that particular area. And this is something it's not viable right now, but Cons seems to be doing quite well. So these are kind of areas that you could you could possibly you could possibly look at in terms of um, in, in terms of the market. But so getting back to that let's see if we can find so really it's pretty thin there's not a lot there i've been concentrating primarily on the oil and gas us exploration because there's over 60 companies in this in this particular group and this is where the capital is flowing right now it's got a 99 relative strength that's that's the best that you get for the group the 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 top rated one of course is denbury resources then i don't have denbury but i have matador and callum petroleum so let's look at how Denbury is trading right now. Let's see. How it's, yeah, it's trading very, very well. I still think there's, I think come summer, we're going to see $3 gasoline. And this is straight up. Boy, look at that. Just, it's just, uh, it's, it's just, it's just straight up uh, with the, with the oil. So I know that, uh, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily like the oils for a lot of political reasons, but you know, this is where the money is going in the market right now. And I have four oil companies. They've all, they're all up double digits. So, you know, instead of trying to beat a dead horse and find that, you know, that, um, you know, that, that unicorn out there, why not go where the wildebeests are and go into the oil and gas sector? It's just easier to get a winner in that, in that sector, at least for right now. You know, that may change as well. Let's look at DraftKings. Um, DraftKings is a, is a good one too. Geek KMG. And there we go. Okay, DraftKings is also reversed. This is this is kind of interesting. DraftKings is reversed above the and it's above the um, 
above the 200-day line. So it's starting to set up. This is this is uh, definitely DraftKings. Looks like it's setting up once again. Yeah, it looks like it's setting up. Now, would I buy it at this level? Boy, that's a tough question for me. I does I want to see it move above this area here, the um, the 50-day moving average at about 53. Um, and we're almost there. We're at 53.51. Really, this, this line here is about 53.65. So it does look like, I mean, after I was off a little bit, I still think this one could be a good one. Um, I don't typically like to buy stocks that have a relative strength of 34. Just not good enough for me. But this one looks like it is reversing finally higher. And, of course, it had great numbers, uh, 253% up in terms of volume. It is still in the money loss position. It is a growth stock, 41% of in funds. We do have a negative cash flow, but I don't. I do expect this one to do very, very well. So it's a, probably a good time to possibly watch this or start possibly coming in with a quarter or a half position on DraftKings. It looks like it's reversing very, very nicely. So this might be this might be an excellent, excellent opportunity for DraftKings. Um, what do you think about the spy? Is it in a downturn or an uptrend? Good question. And of course, for everyone out there, the spider SPY it used to be, I think it still is the world's largest tra uh, traded ETF. And basically it includes all of the, 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 the stocks on a, on a, on a, uh, on a weighted basis for the S and P 500 for, for 500 stocks. So it's sort of like the fortune 500, if you could put that on a, on a graph. Now it is in an upward trend. And the, the reason I know this is because if you look at the, if you, if you look at the chart here on the weekly chart, it is definitely an upward trend. There's no question about it. Now, the question is, is it in a localized upward trend? Well, yes, it is because it's trading above the 200 day line above the 50 day line above the the 21 day line it's right on the 10 day line so i would say that yes uh the s p 500 is in an upward trend that's the reason why we went from a market trend under pressure to a market trend and a confirmed uptrend because of the strength of the s p 500 so even though it doesn't feel like it uh the charts are telling us that indeed um the s p 500 is in an uptrend and the spider is in an uptrend so um, if you were looking to possibly uh, do a relatively safe trade, if you you know for money that you might need within the next six months, it's not a bad idea to consider putting it into the spider, and then putting a stop loss on it and moving up. Because I do think that we're going to see some nice uh, movement, probably at least at least for the short term, uh, in the spider. It looks like we have reversed and we're going to move higher. So that's a good good thing. Uh, so definitely the spider is in an uptrend. It's not, it's not a powerful, it's a powerful uptrend in some of these tech stocks, but it definitely is in an uptrend. So that's looking pretty darn good. All right, let's uh, look at skills, SKLZ. SKLZ. Let's take a look here. And that is a, um, oh, this is a mobile game. Pod. I don't know this. I don't know this stock. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, if I'm looking at the daily chart, I just don't like it. Let's look at the weekly chart to see if I can like it better. No, unfortunately, this is a sort of a relatively newer company. It's been out about a year. Uh, it definitely ran up. It was about 45. It's pulled back. Currently, it's trading at 22.07. You know, has it reversed? Well, probably, but I don't know if I would want it right now. I'm looking to at the reversal line. So yeah, it definitely has reversed. There definitely is a reversal line on it. But the question is, am I interested enough in it? Well, let's look. 53 out of 197. Okay, so that's leisure gaming is actually a good area. It's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a good area. So it definitely passes there. Uh, 66 relative strength. That's good. It has an upward trending line. I like to see 80 here, but that's been difficult in the last few months to get 80 on things especially things that are reversing, but this does appear to be reversing. It's got nice volume. You know, I probably wouldn't buy this one right, right away, but I would probably watch list this one because it does seem to have some very nice things going on. And uh, it does have some, some, some relatively good funds in here. 
Columbia Small Cap is a good one. Uh, and it does have increasing fund ownership at 117. So what would I do with this one? I probably would not buy this one, uh, but I would watch this, this one. I think it, it may be very good. And it has reversed. So, um, so there we go. All right, let's look at Twitter. TWTR. Uh, and let's take a look at Twitter. All right. Here's the thing about Twitter. It is looking a little bit like it's still in the funk. Yeah. Okay. It's moved above the it's moved above the uh, 200-day line. That's a good thing. Uh, but yeah, I I just don't know. I what I'm going to do here with Twitter. You know, Twitter's tough because it's so political. This is like I don't know. There's a lot of political risk with Twitter. But I'm going to draw a trend line here. And I'm going to put a, I'm going to put a, an alert on it. And the reason I'm going to do it like this is because we're. It looks as if we're right at, it's right ready to sort of move above this trend line. Now, if it moves above 60 and then confirms it higher, then we might have seen a reversal. But and, and internet content is moving up 71 out of 197, so that is good. But uh, but right now it's you can't buy this. It has a lot of good funds in it. Fidelity Contra Fund, 66 checklist. It's a little bit weak in terms of the relative strength. Only 64 on the relative strength. I'd like to see it higher than that. That's part of the reason I wouldn't buy this right now. But I would I would definitely watch this, this one. It looks like it's moving to a reversal. And reversals can be very good. That's exactly what happened with DocuSign. Uh, it reversed and it reversed higher. And that's a very good way to buy, if you can, on that reversal. Talking about reversals, let's take a look at uh, DocuSign. D-O-C-U is the symbol. So I kind of want to look at that again and kind of give you an idea of why I like reversals so much. Well, this is the reversal line. And the way you draw the reversal line is very simple, actually. You look at the local high. The local high was 275.46. And then and then the next lower high, 236.11, um, uh, you draw a line. And as long as it's staying below that line, well, it's it's in a downward trend. When it moves cons con convincingly above that line, that's where we have the reversal, and that's exactly what happened here. So this is the kind of this is what you're this is the kind of pattern that you're looking for uh, on a reversal. Is you know, you'll have a local high draw the draw. It's best to have three points, you know, just like just like in geometry in, in high school. Um, but two, you can you can get by with two. This has moved past, and you can see this is a very powerful way to identify uh, potential moves. Also, another very, very key thing that you want to look for is abnormally high volume and coming through a earnings period. And that's exactly what happened here with DocuSign. Uh, so that's, that's why it can be relatively easy to identify it, believe it or not. Okay, so we have a question from Clive. Um, if you overlay go on by is, is mumble mimble mumble I don't I haven't overlaid um, gold and uh, Bitcoin but I do believe that as the governments become more restrictive on cryptocurrency which I definitely think they'll do because the the governments desperately all the Western governments need to inflate their currency and the reason that they do of course is because they have had huge spending. And the only way, of course, to get rid of spending, <laughs> huge spending, uh, is to inflate the currency. And this has happened for you know like 500 years. So this is not this is not new at all. This is absolutely the way that governments handle that uh, they, they they handle uh, the 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 creation of a lot of currency. What they do is they inflate the currency and they inflate their debts away. And that's exactly what the United States is doing right now. And so China. Um, maybe uh, and of course China holds a lot of US debt they haven't been buying for a few years for obvious reasons um, so there's going to be a lot of inflation in the market and if there's an alternative such as Bitcoin it's going to be more difficult to control it so I do believe we're going to see more um, controls on Bitcoin I think that you know eventually uh, you know it may move up higher but remember it's been pulling back from 61,000 and currently it's at 35,000 and it's been as low as 30,000 I do believe that if we fall below that $30,000 level 30,000 
to uh, $30,000 to each Bitcoin, we're probably going to see Bitcoin move lower, probably to about 22. Now, will it stabilize there? Maybe, maybe not. But if you do have profits in Bitcoin, it's a good idea to possibly sell half of your position, take that money and put it into something like, like gold. And why gold? Well, because gold is moving up right now, whereas Bitcoin is moving down. So that's something that you want to kind of take a look at. Is this going to hold forever? I don't know. But I do know that in times of hyperinflation, we don't really have hyperinflation in the U.S. dollar yet, but in times of extremely high inflation, people run to gold and buy it. And currently, gold is selling at about $18.90 um, a, uh, an ounce, whereas you know, just a few years ago, believe it or not, I'm, I, I remember this very well because I was buying gold at that time, it was about $300 uh, an ounce. And it's hard to believe, but uh, that's actually true. So if if gold moves above about uh, $1,900, uh, dollar about 1910, then I think it, it, it will pierce the ceiling and it probably will go higher. So I do expect with the price of oil and, uh, uh, and Bitcoin, I do expect that gold probably will be moving higher, at least for the next few months. Now, is it worth it? Well, I don't, I don't think it's worth it. You know, it's not a question of is it worth it or not. It's just that I do believe it's probably going to move higher just because people are unsure of what's going to happen. So they're going to run and uh, do what they always do. And that is in, in times of potential inflation, they, they run and they buy gold. And I think that's going to happen a little bit, at least, at least for the summer. We'll see. Hopefully it won't uh, move, move, move more beyond that. All right. So lower lows and <laughs> okay. Plug power. Let's see if there's a short squeeze on plug. Plug's kind of a cool company. P-L-U-G. Um, Let's take a look. Well, we still have a retreating chart. I just don't like the retreating chart. I don't like to buy a chart that looks like this. And, and the reason I don't is because I can't ever judge the, the, the lower or the high, but I can judge a trend. And right now the trend on this chart is downward, unfortunately. It does look like we may have bounced and we may be moving above the 200-day line. Why am I, the reason I'm so interested in this 200-day line is because it tells you, is, this, is the stock being invested in, or it's sort of like the tide. If, if, if it's below it, that means the tide's pulling out and, and the money's leaving it. When, it. when it's above that, that means it's pulling, that means that money is flowing into the issue. Right now, it seems like the money is flowing back into the issue, which is a great thing. Unfortunately, I'm just not convinced that's flowing in fast enough. Here's the problem that I see in plug power. There is this line here, and it is the 50-day moving average, and it has crossed below the 200-day moving average. That means that at least, at least in the in the short term, uh, the 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 capital is 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 accelerating its its movement out of this issue. So, this is sometimes called the death cross because it's crossing below. Now, I don't necessarily believe that is the case here, but I do think that, you know, we're going to see, um, you know, this is kind of a mixed picture because we do have a relative strength line that's moving up. So that would normally tell us that we're getting stronger, but I just want to make sure that it, it, it moves well above this 200-day line before I would be in, uh, interested in putting money in. Now, if I draw a reversal line, let's do that. There we go. We definitely have reversed, and I'm going to put a, I'm going to put an alert on that. There we go. I'm going to put an alert on that line. So we definitely reversed above the the trend line. So we are trying to make a reversal higher. But here's the problem: there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of ceiling here at the 200-day line. So I just wouldn't be in plug power and the way the chart is looking right now. It's just that I want to see it move higher. I want to see it to confirm better. Uh, before I would, I would, I would, uh, I, I would throw down on it. Um, <laughs> GM management is incompetent. I kind of agree with you. I, 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 I kind of agree with you about GM. You know, but here's the thing about GM. You know, I know that you know people don't like Barry Barra, and, but it's one of these things. It's this huge bureaucracy. I, I tend to agree with you about Nicola. I think I, I can't believe that they didn't do due diligence on it. But you know what? Um, I still think I still think that you know if there if there were any company out there that would be considered too big to fail, it's it's GM. Uh, is is GM? I do think they're going to muddle their way through though. 
I, I do, I do, Christian. I do agree with you about about their management. I, I think that they need a whole lot better management than they have. But it is what it is. And I do think uh, overall, overall, Jim has you know potentially, um, potentially. All right. So, uh, what are the things that uh, on your checklist? Well, actually, that's a good question. Thank you for that. So let's let's take a look at a company that I'm I'm interested in. And I actually bought. Documentum, D-O-C-U. And basically what the checklist is, this is the O'Neill checklist, and I am a cancel investor, so I do use this. This is the William O'Neill checklist. And basically, William O'Neill went through thousands and thousands of charts and basically found characteristics of the big winners. And and the, and they're, and they're interesting because of what they what what they say. One of the first things is earnings per share rating of eighty percent or better. So this is an eighty twenty rule. We want this is like Prado's law. We want it to be in the eighty percent of earnings. So we want actually our products. We want our we want our um we we want our uh, stocks to be earning money. And definitely, DocuSign's there. We also want a relative strength of greater than eighty. Well, what's relative strength? Well. Relative strength is relative strength against the rest of the market. Now, in this case, Documentum fails. Why? I mean, DocuSign fails. Well, part of the reason it fails is because there was this big sell-off between about uh, February through about um, um, April. And, the, and, and so it, it, it moved way, way down. It, it was all the way up here at 270, and then it's moved way, way down. So it definitely fails on that. Then, is it being accumulated or... Uh, or or distributed. Well, currently the funds are buying this, so so that's very good. Uh, earnings per share. Did it move up? Yes, it moved up last quarter, so that's good. Did it move up? Um, did, did it move up uh, more than twenty percent? Absolutely. Is the current price? Is the current price? Um, uh, is, is its current price? Is it close to approximately um, uh, an all-time high? Uh, of of its of its price. Well, it, it's it's slightly below that, so that's that's a fail there. Is the is the is the volume um, fifty of, of fifty days better than than hundred? Excuse me, than than a million shares per day? Absolutely. And are the numbers of funds in here greater than five? So basically, this this basically checks the boxes uh, uh, for seventy seven percent. So this is this is what what's good. I typically always want to buy buy buy. Um, buy stocks as they're breaking out if they have better than 66%. That's one of the checklists that I always use. So this is a quick way that I can kind of judge this stock against all of the other ones out there. So it's a very, very good question. Very, very good question. Let's look at Peloton. And this is one I had been shorting um, because I do believe that it, this is a shortable stock. Uh, as you can see, we had a fail. And I just want to kind of bring up the chart here. Here's what happens typically when you have a stock that was ex very, very big over a long period of time. It will build up and then and then it will and then it will come back down to earth. This one I definitely think is the case. This is what they call a head and shoulders pattern. This is the left shoulder. This is sort of a head. It's not really a appropriate head because typically it would be up here. But as you can see, now we have the right shoulder. Okay, it made that made made that made that shoulder. And but now, as you can see, it's fallen below the 200-day line. This is very key, and it's made a, it's made a rally attempt, and it has been rebuffed. Now, if it makes another two rally attempts and fails, then it can be shorted. This is probably going lower over the next period of time. Why? Because there is a lot of money that's trapped in here. Now we were as high as 171. It's lost almost 50% of its value since. January, I do believe it's likely to move down possibly, and we can't tell that for sure, but possibly down to about the $82 level before it finds support. But right now, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be investing in this one. Absolutely not. We have a we have a stock that is probably going to move lower overall. So we want to be extremely careful uh, investing in a stock like this right now. All right. Well, thank you very much. Um, we're, we're at about an hour. Just wanted to share with you um, our, uh, you know, if you want to get on the action trade alerts, and we do, we, we put out some very good trades on this. We put out a great trade, I believe, on 
on NVIDIA, which is up. Just easy, very easy to get on the list. Just go to www.sinfox.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. So I will be back tomorrow at about the same time, 2.30 Central. Hope to see you then. If, um, if, if until that time you want to get on the action trailers, it's sinfox.com. And of course, these are free. And then we also have our, um, our, we, we also have the, um, we, we also have the, uh, the discord room and this is a paid service, but well worth it. I, um, many of our, uh, members have made back their entire investment basically in one trade. And this is www.vinny.com slash you slash Dallas trading for. So until tomorrow at two 30, um, happy trading.